Perhaps I was talking when I should have been listening. No matter what happens, you've got to hang on. Johnny, relax. Now you give him everything he wants, you understand? Now let's see what happens when we mix these two elements together. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you are now listening to the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Disclaimer, by any means, I am not a trained financial advisor. This episode is just reviewing a book, Poor Dad, Rich Dad. Let's begin with the show. Welcome back with another episode. It is season three, episode 17. Rich Dad, Poor Dad is what we're going to be talking about. Amazing book. Probably one of the top rated books overall, uh, just in anyone's life with self, self-helping. And uh, we're going to be talking about that today. But beforehand, some announcements. If you don't already follow me on Instagram, um, at Relentless College underscore entrepreneur, please do so. I post motivational quotes, videos, and stuff like that, and updates whenever I have something releasing. So it's going to help you guys out as well and give you that motivation because I post a lot of quotes that I come up with and I design the pictures and everything. So it's not, there's a lot of things, motivational pages that recirculate a bunch of videos and pictures and stuff like that. I'm coming up with my own content. So um, I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. And quotes I find throughout reading and stuff like that, I add into those. So I think you'll really enjoy it if you follow my Instagram. Again, Relentless College Entrepreneur underscore I'm relentless college underscore entrepreneur and I'll keep that in the description as well and as well as my website in the link below I have over 35 books on my website that you can choose from and you can just click on the title and it takes you to Amazon I'm telling you you have to read because you're going to gain so much knowledge and insight that's going to help you for a lifetime majority of my audience is younger in the college realm, I think it's 18 to 22 is about 65% of my audience. And then there's like a 22 to like 30. And that's like basically the remainder amount. And uh, I think it's very important being young, understanding and educating yourself with the knowledge so you can become the better you in the future and become wealthy and become happy and do what you love and not waste your life and then realize because a lot of these books have really good wisdom and I know I'm kind of going on and it's already two minutes in the podcast and I haven't talked about Rich Dad Poor Dad but I just wanted to explain that to you real quick and give you that announcement that I will be having my website in the link in the bio as well as I have my Spotify playlist that is just peaceful grind it's kind of um like Beethoven kind of thing that I'm able to do schoolwork, work, whatever, work on my business plan, whatever it is, uh, and listen to that and meditate. I literally, it's called my meditation playlist, literally. And then uh, I also have some productivity tools. I got a new clock that helps me like do 10, 15, 30 minutes. It's really um, pr- helps me be productive and stay on time with stuff. So I have a bunch of links. So I will post that in my bio. So look at, uh, not my bio, the description of this podcast, check it out and click on it. Without further ado, let's talk about Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Uh, He is one of the well-known guys in the financial uh, area of writing books. And the first thing he talks about in diving in is the rat, rat race and growing wealthy. So like what is the definition of rat race? It's the endless routine of working for everyone but yourself. This means you do all the work while others basically the government, bill collectors, and your bosses take the majority of the reward. So it's basically 
realizing that you are in a rat race and realizing the first thing is realizing in just any other step you have to realize what is happening and that's how you you see it and then you're able to start problem solving and go towards that goal and one of the things that i really liked in this book that really changed my mind because growing up i've been taught a house is an asset because it is worth money but actually in this book he disagrees with that and he talks about it being a liability the reason being an asset makes you money and i know in being in accounting and taking finance classes in college i realized that kind of goes against what an asset kind of is by definition but hearing him out it makes sense because a liability is a liability it, you have to pay money towards it it's an expense in a way it is an expense. A liability is an expense. And a house is an expense. A mortgage takes a huge chunk of your money out of your paychecks. And that is a big thing realizing that I had no idea. Again, I, I was always taught and I feel like majority of people were always taught that a house is an asset and it's worth money. Yes, there it is worth money. Yes. But if you're still paying for it, it is a liability because that is money that is taking away from your paychecks, which makes complete sense. I think that was a huge takeaway. The main overall message in this book is the programming mind of a rich dad and a poor dad. You could be stupid as hell and be have a rich dad and become successful as you grow up. And people are like, how the hell does this guy who's stupid and don't take that by any offense. It's it's in the book. That's I'm just requoting basically what it was saying. It's like, how can you take this guy that isn't the smartest and he doesn't care and he messes around a lot. He doesn't grind like me and he's able to just become wealthy. And then the poor dad, it's like, how does the poor stay poor? And it, he says, basically, in an essence, it's the programming of the mind. It's what the subconscious mind is taught. So although when the conscious is activated, the poor person is smart and the rich person is dumb, like growing up younger, uh, but their dads are rich and then their dad is poor versus is that their programming of their unconscious mind, the way their dad acts, the way their family acts and knowing poor dad in the poor dad situation the programming of the mind was we're poor we're never going to get out of this um you know it is what it is like there's nothing we can do about it we're never going to be rich and that's the subconscious mind that gets downloaded into the young son or young daughter or young whatever and that's what sticks in the family for generation but it's about breaking that and then the rich dad versus is the unconscious mind programming to the rich dad's mindset that's why the rich young son or daughter is wealthy and smart with what they do because they have an unconscious mind that was downloaded from their rich dad that is very smart and knows what they're doing, saving money, investing money, assets, whatever it is. It's realizing that it's the just the downloading of the mind is the most important thing. So once we realized what we've been taught is breaking this habits and that's one of the hardest things it talks about in the book something that we've been taught our entire lives it's realizing okay maybe that's not completely right and i should learn differently 
is one of the hardest things to do because you have your whole life been taught this and now all of a sudden you've been told differently and you're told to reprogram your mind differently, which is very hard. And the book states it. It's like it's not easy. It's uh, it's it's really a challenge of itself. So I think it is very, very, very important just to realize what you grew up with and having the right mindset. Rich dad, poor dad, I can't go over everything in this podcast, although I'm going to talk about a decent amount. I think it's very important for you to read this because there's a lot of little things as well that I'm not going to bring up in this. And uh, I think one of the first points after because we've talked about the overall meaning of the book is the fear of society's disapproval preventing us to leave the rat race and growing wealthy because we feel like we aren't doing something right if we try to buy an asset and it's about um or doing something different than what society views it as uh, it and we feel that we shouldn't almost do it that we should be in the rat race because that's what everyone else is doing but it's nothing but being wrong it's he said a there's a difference between a job and your business your job pays the bills your business makes you wealthy that's a huge takeaway so your business being your assets the things that make you money and investing wisely and uh disclaimer because i forgot to say the disclaimer in the beginning I am by any means not a financial advisor. I am just summarizing Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which is a well-known financial talk guy who has, I think, the most sold copies of the book. I think he's sold over like, he's sold like a million? I don't know, a bunch of books. He's sold a ton of books. But um, I think it's important to say a disclaimer. By any means, I'm not like adding my own opinion really in this. It's, It's what I've taken away in the notes I've written throughout this book. And another point of his is fear and greed can drive financial ignorant people to make irrational decisions. When it comes to money, everyone, wealthy or not, experiences two basic emotions, greed and fear. If you have money, you are likely to focus on all the new things you can buy, which is greed. If you don't have it, then you worry you might never have enough, which is fear. People who are ignorant about how to manage their finances are especially prone to letting their emotions drive their decision making. And you just, at the end of the day, you can't let these emotions control you. So how do you counter these powerful emotions? By building your financial knowledge about things like investments, risk, and debt. This will help you place place yourself in a better position to make more rational decisions even when you face greed or fear. Fear and greed can drive financially ignorant people to make irrational decisions. That's the key takeaway from this. And like I've said over and over and over, it's about becoming knowledgeable. I have, like I said on my website, there's so many books. They're like the top books that are well known. I'm saving you so much time. I've done so much research to make sure I'm reading what I need to read and knowing what I need to know, make me myself the best life and uh, make sure I know about investments, all this stuff, being happy in life. I think there's a lot. I really think there's a lot of information there for you guys, and it's about becoming rational rational about your decisions and rational with your life and thinking right and being having the right knowledge without the right knowledge you aren't going to make the right decisions you have to have the right knowledge so i think it's very important to at least listen to this book that's how i'm able to 
get done with so many books. Like I've gotten over probably 50 books I've finished. And a lot of people are like, how in the world have you read 50 books? How do you have that time? And I feel like for the most part, if you know me, if you're personal to me, you know that I work very hard. I have a 40 hour, um, 40 hour job right now, 40 hour job, uh, a job internship that takes 40 hours a week, a full-time job. And I have a podcast. I have a business plan I'm doing. I'm in Vitcher in California. I'm working out every morning. Like I do a bunch of stuff. And a lot of people question how I'm able to read 50 books. And it's because I found a productive, and it's through this knowledge. I'm telling you guys, although we're talking about Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and I'm taking a detour, how important it is to read. And I'm going to say that until the day I die, because it's it's not just reading, but gaining knowledge, whatever. It could be on YouTube. You're learning how to build a frame for your wall or remodel your house, whatever it is. It is so important to always be learning and gaining knowledge. And you can't always hold a bunch of this knowledge. I've read 50 books and yeah, of course, I'm not going to remember every single page, but I remember those key takeaways. It's there's a lot of things that I'm able to do with my mind and I've learned a productive mindset and have a productive mindset because of these books and I know how to read a bunch of books and I read, a, I mean, a couple books within a couple weeks and people ask me and it's because I have scribed an audible download that I listen to everywhere when I'm going to work, when I'm on lunch break, after work, when I'm working out, I'm constantly listening to books. I've almost scrapped music. I do listen to music on worst days like hitting legs in the gym I do listen to music but um, knowledge is very important anyways I know we took a little bit of a detour but I just wanted to state that it's very important despite being vital for both personal and societal prosperity we receive no training from financial intelligence and that's a huge key that he was saying in his book is that you have to become knowledgeable on this stuff and this book isn't going to say everything that's why you have to afterwards read books watch youtube videos whatever it is and make sure you're getting the right knowledge because it's it's very hard sometimes to come up with the right things and it's just making sure looking in the reviews making sure it's a good book everything like that because maybe not everyone has the best advice and uh, it's it's very important to research a little bit until you seek that knowledge to make sure that the knowledge you're about to gain is worth your time. And um, like in school, he was talking about how we don't learn about anything about financials or anything like that. And we really don't. Besides, like if you're a business major, like, sure, I learned what assets, liabilities, an income statement is, what a balance sheet is, retained earnings, cash flow. Uh, like I learned all that stuff, but it had nothing to deal with making me money. It was the fact of doing it for a business that is already making money. So it doesn't really, school doesn't really teach you how to make money on the side and like hustle or anything like that, or what to do with your money in the first place. There was a financial course I took and it was like, oh, don't buy a, a, a don't ever lease a car because it's very expensive. And I'm like, Okay. I mean, that was one thing I learned. It was pretty cool. I learned that. I didn't know that. But then there was like some other little things and it wasn't like how to make good money. And it wasn't like businesses or side hustles, what to do. And it's realizing that it's very vital for personal and societal growth. But we have no training growing up. And in high school, especially, I learned not jack. I took like one class and it wasn't even helpful, really, honestly. I forget all that stuff. But it's 
the poor become poorer and the rich become richer because they have fin financial intelligence and you have to unlock that and achieve that for yourself. Another thing he talked about is financial self-education and a realistic appraisal of your finances, finances are building blocks to growing wealthy. So you have to have that self-education and you have to have that approval and really look at your financials and be like, okay, is this, I use Truebill. Uh, it's very helpful. And for subscriptions, you get to choose how much you pay them. I think the minimum is five books, which being a college student, that's what I pay to have that subscription. There's also Mint, which is a free subscription. And it tells, it's really good. It tells you a lot of stuff, but I found Truebill is more, a little bit more accurate and it has a lot more statistics for the data that you spend and it shows you what you're spending. So it's taking that real appraisal and taking a step back or maybe even having a friend look at your stuff and realizing that, you know, maybe I am spending too much on Amazon. Maybe I am doing this. Maybe I am doing that. Maybe I shouldn't be buying this. Maybe I shouldn't get a brand new car right now. Maybe blah, 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 blah. And it's having that appraisal that is going to be very vital to yourself because you're learning now and it's, a big thing about this book it talks about is action. Although I finished the book, it's like action now because there's a huge difference from someone that starts at 20 then 30, like literally by the hundreds of thousands when you retire. Is it that big of a difference? So keeping that in mind, but just becoming realistic and self-educating yourself on financials is going to be very important in life. And to become wealthy, you must learn to take risks. And I think that's very important. And from this book, I took a risk. I, bought, I went to Goodwill. I looked up everything and I researched everything that I bought. And um, I spent about $220. And I've actually sold quite a few things. From the last time I talked about it, I was like, I bought it. I sold Jack. It's because I, I wasn't really getting that many views. I did it on Poshmark and Depop. And I... I have a quite a following, but it really wasn't that popping uh, on those platforms. But then when I put it on eBay, I started getting some sales. So it's definitely a plus. And it's just becoming taking those risks and becoming educated on those risks once you fail and getting back up and going is going to be a very important thing to becoming wealthy. But if you don't take risks, you're not going to become wealthy. I mean, like think about it. Elon Musk, like he had to take a bunch of risks. There was a time where he sold PayPal where he was like – and he didn't know what to do with that money, but he ended up investing it in uh, Tesla and SpaceX, I think 50 million into Tesla, and then like 100 million into SpaceX, and then like 15 million into Solar City or something like that. Those statistics are a little bit off, but I have that on Elon Musk podcast that I've talked about, more specifics that in that's from the book. But he took those risks in order to become financially. I mean, like, look at him now. He has one of the biggest factories and one of the biggest, he is the biggest electrical car company. And he had to take risks to get where he was. And it was some hard risks. He almost filed for bankruptcy a couple years ago. He had to buy Bitcoin and in order to come out the hole and like, tweet about it and then sold Bitcoin and was able to have profit that year or else they were going to be under that year. So it's just crazy. He has to take so many risks to get where he is. The road to wealth is long. So you must keep yourself motivated. And that's a very important part that I've learned, not just in this book and many other things, that wealth and other things and fame, whatever you want, it's going to take a long time. There's not no such thing as overnight success, overnight 
whatever. It just doesn't happen. There's like that zero point zero 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 one percent chance of that happening, and it's really not realistic to look at. So you have to stay motivated because in the long term, um, you just have to realize that it's going to take a lot longer than you think. And it's having that knowledge again, knowing that ahead of time is going to be very important. It's like with this podcast, I knew going in, it's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of grinding to get my podcast up in views. And I've been doing that and I've been climbing in views, which is amazing. Laziness and ignorance can drive even financially knowledgeable people to poverty. So you can't it's very important to look at all the details and not be lazy at what you're investing. Oh, this looks like a good investment. Throwing money in there. That's what he was talking about in the book. Is just like you have to spend time to become knowledgeable. And you can't let la laziness or ignorance drive your financial knowledgeable um, education with financial, financial wisdom. Another thing was only invest your assets, which put money in your pocket and avoid liabilities, which take money out of your pocket. So assets, it's like it reconstructed my brain because I'm, I learned in accounting and finance that my classes and college that like, this kind of goes against what I was taught. It's like, I mean, not really, but like assets, like I thought a house was an asset, I thought a building was an asset, but if it's taking out of your pocket, it's a liability, and an asset is what puts money in your pocket, which I think is very interesting and a huge takeaway from this book. Your profession pays the bills, and your business is what make you wealthy. That was another point. I already talked about that in the beginning, so I'm not going to get too much into that. Understanding the tax code can help you minimize your taxes, and it's not cheating the system. It's just realizing and not educating yourself and becoming wealthy. That's how rich dads become in their, their generation, keep on getting richer and richer, and that's how poor dads and their sons keep on getting poorer and poorer. It's just having that mindset and becoming knowledgeable and educated beyond these topics is going to be important. In final summary, because we're not trained in financial intelligence in school, it's up to us as self individuals to develop this trait by ourselves. We only are likely to become rich or financially independent once we have both a strong financial IQ and a firm, ambitious mindset to support it. In the end, you invest in what your mind brings you success. Because your mind is your only important asset in your financial situation. Is your most, sorry, not only. It's your most important asset in any financial situation. Some actionable adv uh, advice is that if you want to see results, start now. Start now researching, looking into stuff. Like there's no, ah, oh, I'll do it tomorrow because I tell you what, uh, if you procrastinate, it's only going to get worse and worse and then you're eventually going to forget about it and be like, oh, well, I don't really want to do that anymore. So it's very important that action, 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 action is the most important advice. This was the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. I hope you enjoyed Rich Dad, Poor Dad review. Again, I will rate, oh, yeah, I'll put in the description uh, my website, which has books, some tools, productivity tools that you could get, and all that stuff. And I'm not, that's not um, my stuff. So I don't make money off that. I'm just trying to help you guys out uh, with becoming more knowledgeable and gaining that wealth and becoming happy in life. That's my overall goal. So without further ado, 
I will rate this book real quick. I will give this book a 10 out of 10. I think it's, it's without a given, it's an amazing book. You should read it. Get an audible book. Scribed is amazing. Um, subscription. I highly recommend it. So, um, look into that. And as well as, um, just getting the books because it, it's very it's very helpful when you listen to the books and you look at the books and see the words you retain so much information coming from a guy that had a, a learning disability growing up uh, specific learning disability that dealed with my reading and comprehension this is the best way to read and comprehend because I know everyone's not the best reader I wasn't myself now I can read really well and it's about listening to audible books and following it or just reading the book physically is very important whether you have a kindle uh whatever it is but having that physical copy i recommend without further ado cue the outro before we get into the outro and we in this episode i just want to let you guys know that there won't be a podcast episode for another week or two just because i'm traveling from california all the way back to indiana that i'm getting my gears into gear for school. So I will get back and I'm not ending the podcast or anything. There's so many episodes. I'll have around just under 45 episodes. So please look back and see all the episodes I have. I've spent a lot of time on it. So check those out while I'm off for about a week or two. Other than that, I'll see you guys soon. This has been the Relentless College Entrepreneur Podcast. Catch you guys next time.